Welcome back to the Mountains in the Sea, where we find the highs and lows of each and every Prince album every other week. Today, today. Today. That's we, three todays. That's three todays instead of our normal two. We are watching the Live at the Aladdin video. DVD. DVD. Right. Because we're old school. I mean, they just reissued it and it's on a DVD still. It's not on a Blu-ray? Nope. Because oh. it was not filmed on anything that could be improved <laughs> by putting it on a Blu-ray disc. Fair. So it remains on DVD. Okay. It was originally released August 19th of 2003. Right. For a concert that was filmed on December 15th, 2002. So it was uh, like nine months of mm-hmm. after the show mm-hmm. uh, was recorded. Yeah. It was edited down from that. It's not the full show. It is not. But it is a, a lot of the show. Yes. Well, more than half at least. Yeah. Which is a lot. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I did a little uh, reading up on the director. Did you oh, do no, that? No, I didn't. I found it interesting. I saw it on the when we got to the credits. Sana Hamry, I believe is how you pronounce her name. S-A-N-A-A. And her last name is H-A-M-R-I. She's a Moroccan-American film, television, music video director. Very cool. Um, she also directed music videos for Mariah Carey, Christina Aguilera, and Sting. And she directed the 2010 film Just Right and the 2008 movie Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants oh, Part 2. Part, part two. 2. The sequel. I was a little interested to see what was her age when this thing was done. Okay. She was born on November 19th, 1977. So she was barely 25 when this concert wow. occurred. So there's Prince handing the reins over to a young woman yet again which I think is really admirable. Mm-hmm. And then she worked with Prince later in his career, too. She directed the video for Musicology, Call My Name, Black Sweat, Fury, and Guitar, and also the Art of Musicology that aired on MTV in 2004. So she was back in Prince's circle around the time of his Rock and Roll Hall of Fame introduction. So, um, And those are some great videos also the musicology video is great call my name is great black mm-hmm. sweat super mm-hmm. um so she did a lot of really great work yeah um, black sweat has the best gifts <laughs> it does <laughs> yes yep of the faces and holding a tiny teacup mm-hmm. and yeah we have our our regular band yes from this era mm-hmm. right yeah maceo parker greg boyer uh, eric leeds Rhonda smith john blackwell renato we also have some special guests, Nick Acosta yep. and Sheila E. Yep. Yep. All true. Yep. These are not lies. These are facts. <laughs> <laughs> they can be confirmed and verified. Yes. I That's watched right. it. Saw it all happen. <laughs> the sound engineer was Scotty Baldwin. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. He had a long and tumultuous relationship with... He Prince. did. He has spoken about it on uh, the Peach and Black podcast, mm-hmm. so I would check that out. Yeah. Um, up until his last tour, Piano and a Microphone, he was still uh, working with him, and they mutually parted ways in Australia, according to Scotty. Yep. In 2016. So as you said, um, this includes most of the actual show, not all of it. Mm-hmm. The DVD itself, we have a half a half decent menu. We do have a menu. Yeah. Um, before, before we get to that. Okay. So this was just reissued. 
in yes. May of 2020. Right, as part and, of an entire box set. Right, exactly. Up All Night with Prince. And there was a sampler released from this DVD video ahead of the reissue on April 17th, 2020, that included Pop Life, mm-hmm. Got a Broken Heart Again, Strange Relationship, Sometimes It Snows in April. So those had previously only been available to radio stations, and then they went ahead and released those to hype the reissue, which is great. Oh, very cool. And they yeah. were videos? I, I remember so. reading about that, but I never went to check them out because I knew that we'd be knee-deep in Las Vegas yeah. here. It was a sampler. That's okay. what I read. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So you were going to mention the menu. Yes, just the experience of watching um, the originally released DVD. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if the menu might have been redone <laughs> for the reissue. Uh, yeah, we're going old school. This with is the this original, is the OG release. That's right, two thousand three yes. release. We bought it when it came out. We did. So you've got a menu. That's great. You've got play, a bonus track, which doesn't like, tell you what it is. Right, it's a mystery. Uh, you've got an ad for the NBG Music Club. <laughs> and you've got the ability to select a track, one through 14. So right there, it tells you there's 14 tracks plus a bonus track mm-hmm. of some sort. Yeah. I went back to Prince Vault and just looked up what did we not get oh. on this DVD. Okay. What was edited out? Um, so I've got a long list. I'm going to go through it quickly. Bear with me. Okay. The Rainbow Children. Actually, just Rainbow Children. Not included. That was the opener. Pop Life. We've got it on this DVD. Xenophobia and Prince and the Band medley. Not included. Power Fantastic. Not included. Money Don't Matter Tonight and The Work. Included. Push and Pull with Nick Acosta. Included. A performance of Purple Rain. Not on the DVD. Oh, and after all the... There's no Purple Rain here tonight. I know. You must surrender your expectations. Uh, The Ride. One plus one plus one is three. Love Roller Coaster, Housequake, all included. The Question of You, not Mm -hmm. included. Uh, Then a slew of songs here that are included, including Strolling, You Want Me, Got a Broken Heart Again, Strange Relationship, Past the Peas, Whole Lot of Love, Family Name, Take Me With You, which actually was a medley with Raspberry Beret, which they cut out. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, it went right into the Everlasting Now, which is included. And then what I assume is an entire kind of piano section that they did not include on the DVD that uh, featured the beautiful ones, Adore, Diamonds and Pearls, Condition of the Heart, Under the Cherry Moon, a reprise of the beautiful ones, Nothing Compares to You, The Ladder, Starfish and Coffee, Sometimes It Snows in April, which is included, mm-hmm. uh, which is the last song on the DVD, but was not the end of the show. It also included All the Critics Love You in Las Vegas. Prince Mm. changed the name to match the town. Alphabet Street, an instrumental version of 777-9311 and Uh The Stick. And it closed with Days of Wild. Really? So there was a lot of the show. Now, granted, the shows were like two hours and 40 minutes. So I get that they had to edit it down for inclusion on the DVD. But it was fun to go and look at. I hadn't looked in a while to see what was that full set list and what did they cut out or mm-hmm. just decide Quite a lot. not to include there was yeah. yeah so i was like i'll still agree with you that most of it's here but there's a lot that's <laughs> not this marked the end of the one night alone tour mm-hmm. 
He invited friends and 4,000 people, quote unquote, crashed the party. According to the opening of the DVD. (laughs) Yeah. That's what the text reads at the beginning of the DVD. It's like, that's very fun, silly. It's cute. Yeah. Like, oh, all these people, they came to crash our party. Yeah. We thought we were just going to jam out. I don't believe it was invitation only. There were tickets sold. Oh, yes. It reminded me a little of the Syracuse. Purple Rain show that was aired and is on the Purple Rain Deluxe set that we haven't covered yet, but it opens with what I believe is Prince's handwriting that says, on March whatever it was, 1985, the world witnessed Prince and the Revolution. Uh That's where it starts. So I don't know if this was a purposeful nod to that, but it did remind me of it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Very cool. NPG MC presents. Right, there was a music club presentation. It was a music club presentation. Mm-hmm. And he's driving in. There's lots of billboards on the way, all with Prince's face on them. And Yeah, it made me think if it was like a Prince point of view montage they put yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Yeah. And then they had a little like intro of the band, band with yeah. all the npg music club members walking in which i thought was kind of fun it was like how cool you know if you were at that show and then you go later and you get to see your face walking in for the sound sound check you're like i made it on the dvd yeah yeah it's a lot of fun i mean i think that was a very cool you know we'll get to other things that they did on this dvd or shot that weren't necessarily concert specific but i thought the intro was Kind of neat, and you know, we all have experienced, or a lot of us have experienced, waiting for the show to start, and you know, you kind of see what's going on, you know, mm-hmm. before they take the stage, almost. Yeah. Which is before they even take the stage for a sound check, which is pretty neat. Yeah, super fun. And then the show the, kicks off. It starts off. Well, we get the second song that they performed yeah. anyway. Yeah, pop life. Right. Yeah, we get a really fun, silly dance. Yes. Yeah. We do. Prince is playing the role of band leader during this Mm -hmm. song, which I thought was notable. He doesn't play an instrument during Pop Life. He's Mm -mm. singing only. Yep. And Sheila and Rhonda both sound great on backup. Yeah. They're doing a great job. Yes, I agree. It's evident pretty early as you watch this DVD that, um, you know, it looks like it was filmed with a collection of handheld camcorders. It suffers from that. Um, it really does, especially the wide shots yeah. where you get shots of the whole stage. Yeah. I mean, it was not markedly better than the 1999. You're right. Concert we watched not right. that long as ago. As part of Super Deluxe. Yeah. I mean, when they showed the wide spots, yeah, the wide shots. It was faces were muddy and pretty indistinguishable, and I mean, you could you could kind of tell who was who because you'd already seen close ups of them. Yeah, that and white where blur they were in the middle the is Prince. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't. I meant to say this up front that this was straight to DVD. Yeah. So after watching it together with you, I started thinking about. You know, as we look back on it, should we really be comparing it to other straight-to-DVD releases, which in, you know, or straight-to-VHS kind of releases, Mm -hmm. which was not that far removed from this time. So, I don't know. I kind of looked at it. I was trying to judge it from a standpoint of, like, Aladdin 2. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
you know, the quality suffers a little bit and it was not shot on film. If it had been shot on film, we'd have a much better like Blu-ray quality uh, record of the show. And unfortunately, it just uh, wasn't. Yeah. Well, and who knows if they had any intention of making this a video when they shot it. It might have just been the kind of shooting that Prince did at pretty routinely. Right. That's certainly possible. Yeah. You know, as far as the song and the performance itself, what struck me listening to it again and watching it again after a number of years, I had not revisited this in a long time, that I kind of felt like the song, like I was thinking back to like the first two seasons of Seinfeld and then (laughs) the last two seasons of Seinfeld, all the characters like exploded caricature versions of themselves. You uh-huh. know, all of the features that make them who they are are featured even more. Yeah, super amplified. So, yeah. Friends had the same yes. issues. They started out pretty normal, and by the end, you know, yeah. they were all very amplified versions of themselves. That's how I felt about this performance of Pop Life. Like the okay, you felt like this was an amplified version. Yeah, of, like parts that are subtle on the album version, like this little. It is like in your face in this version and you have to really pay attention to the album version to hear that part of the song. So there are just parts of it that are gentle on the album version that are thrown up in front of you. And I don't mean that like vomited. I mean, they're just (laughs) here they are up to the fore. Um, So I just thought, you know, and there are little breaks in the song. Like when he's, when he asks, what's the matter with your world? Is that where all your, money goes that kind of thing yeah um you know there are like breaks like that that are added to the song that um are part of the rearrangement and the fun of hearing a concert you know song performing in in concert did it not sit well with you uh not not really oh i really liked that little fun ad lib i thought it was kind of delightful and the he's still finding another way to sing the song what's putting in your nose yeah, and I, th- I mean, I get that. Rearranging is part of what you expect in a print show. This was less of rearranging, but picking out parts and shoving them in places where they felt, I don't know. Forced? Maybe a little forced to me. Hmm. Yep. I do yeah. clearly remember his suit, though. Man, this yeah. is one of, the, one of the rare concerts where he was pretty consistently dressed the same yeah. for the shows. Like, you think about the Love Sexy Tour, even musicology had different of those two-tone suits with right. one side longer than the other that were just different colors, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. he was always in this pinstripe suit. Yeah, the, in the, the lapels, the collar, like, crisscrossed on across the chest and met around his back. I don't even know how he got into that. He must have wiggled into that thing. But it's super tailored and very smart looking. Right. With an unusually tall collar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the it, shirt had a real tall collar because right. the collar really was worked into the lapels and did this crisscross thing, but he had this 
tall collared shirt that was right. real super crisp and white and yeah and yeah. you know tight buttoned with mm-hmm. a tie it reminded me of when he dressed up like bryant gumbel uh. <laughs> uh, when he made a surprise appearance on the today show to wish him well when bryant retired from from that show yes yeah that's Super fair. Um, but to their credit, he does lead off the DVD with a song that was, you know, a hit in the in the 80s that nearly anyone who grew up in the 80s would know. So there's some familiarity there. So I give them credit for, you know, we've already got a live album. We have the Rainbow Children. Maybe there was a thinking of, well, let's make this a little more lighthearted for the mm-hmm. end of a tour and a celebration. Let's start with a party song. Yeah. So points for that he does look like he's having a lot of fun too he most definitely does lots yeah. of smiles and um interactions with the band and the audience and he's more free to do that on this song too since he's not playing an instrument yeah then we have a medley of money don't matter tonight and the work though you get so little of money don't matter tonight yeah <laughs> you get what the first line yeah just about that so there. The transition, you can kind of tell that the songs aren't necessarily right next to each other because we get these still photos in transition between the two songs. And then Prince, you know, sits down on the keyboards and gets uh, you just a moment of Money Don't Matter Tonight. And then Prince is on his feet, and he's, oh, I don't even remember what he says, something. Yeah, he says, but, I've got no time for melancholy, for melancholy, not melancholy. No. <laughs> <laughs> we've been, is we've that been like colonized by fruits. Yes. What? It is. He says, there's no time for melancholy, and there's too much trouble going on in this world. And yeah. that's when the work starts. The work playing. starts. Yeah. We ain't trying to get melancholy up in here tonight. Too much trouble going on in the world. Las Vegas, y'all ready to do the work? Come on, baby. Yeah, so that's fun. That's a lot of fun. I yeah. don't mind, you know, being teased by certain oh, print no. songs at all. That's okay. Yeah. Which, you know, some people in that audience were all excited to get something from Diamonds and Pearls. And then... You're right. But, I mean, this is pretty funky. Yeah, it's a, uh, their their disappointment, I think, was quickly rewarded because mm-hmm. as far as the work goes, I think it's a really fun performance. Right. right. Well, and you can tell that at least the people in the front, the NPG Music Club people, they know this song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, you know, it made a little bit of waves as being released on Napster at the time, too. So right. a lot of people grabbed it from there, of course. And, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, it was like the most well-known song from the rainbow children Mm -hmm. (laughs) las vegas i'm gonna kick y'all's tail tail Tail? yeah (laughs) (laughs) he like pauses just a little bit it's funny and very enjoyable wait a minute break it down las vegas i'm gonna kick y'all's tail two three come on there's an eric leeds sax solo Mm -hmm. and after that finishes uh Prince has a brand new dance he wants to let everyone know about. Uh-huh. You know, he starts to describe it, and he's like, they can't hear me. Break it down low so I can hear the grass grow. And it gets, like, super, super quiet. 
can kind of hear the beat still, a little bit bass guitar, um, and he introduces with a very unique pronunciation the Nevada Shake. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was very fun. Yeah. Brand new dance, y'all. The Nevada Shake. Turn me up now. It was really fun. It was like he was playing craps, blowing on the dice. Yes. And, and I'm sure he called it the Nevada Shake because, A, you shake the dice. And yeah. also the Harlem Shake yeah. is a huge thing. Now, let's not be confused with the Harlem Shake that came out like a decade later and was this like internet video meme that lots of, oh, I no. remember hearing I it at a youth this. group. Oh, they did it at the youth group. At the Not when you were we in to. youth group, you were no. supervising youth group. Yes. Yeah. Actually, it was just before I joined the team at a church we used to go to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they did the whole, that was big thing in the churches. I don't know why it was big in the churches, just because it, it was big on the internet, I guess. It was clean. <laughs> yeah, it was clean. Yeah. And <laughs> the Harlem Shake was really that version of it bore very little resemblance to the Harlem Shake from Harlem. Okay. And, but it's got a really interesting history, and I will post a whole article NPR did with a video on our social media. You can find us on Facebook, The Mountains and the Sea, a Prince podcast. You can find us on Twitter at tmats t-m-a-t-s podcast or you can send me an email tmatspodcast at gmail.com and i'll shoot that link right on over to you so that's not the only dance that he introduced during the work he has more to show us (laughs) and this really this is this should have been my time capsule this should have been my time capsule but it's not oh that's a missed opportunity for me too wow i don't know that we've ever revealed this early in the podcast what our time capsules are not <laughs> but the new dance is the ozzy osbourne uh-huh you want to know him said we want to learn now they got a new dancer ladies and gentlemen ozzy osbourne not Osborne. 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 And he, this was when the Osbournes, was Os, Osbournes, <laughs> the Osbournes had a reality show and Ozzy was back in pop culture, even yeah. though his, you know, physical kind of demise is very much on display during the show uh-huh. and Sharon and the kids are popular and he does a, somehow comes off as not offensive at all, no. not making fun of a person with a disability it's it just, comes off as just good fun, right? Which I well, wanted to mention too that this was like, it's like, wow, that's not even offensive. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> because it was so accurate and so you could see exactly how he behaved. It was so I, I don't even know how to describe it. It was accurate without, but not mean. Yep. Yeah, that's very fair. Okay, and he got into it by. Las Vegas, y'all better recognize. And he t- starts uh-huh. talking about James Brown. James Brown used to be the greatest dancer. He knew all the greatest dances that we wanted <laughs> to know. James Brown used to be the greatest dancer. He knew all the latest dances we wanted to know. Now they got a new, <laughs> new dance. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. Very funny. Yeah. I even think that if any of the Osborne family had seen this, and I would guess that they probably have seen it, that they would find it amusing and laugh. Even Ozzy himself probably laughed. Like, yeah, it's pretty good, Prince. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's just how I walk around. Oh, yeah. actually, I look worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have our first special guest who's not been on stage the whole time. Sheila E. has been on stage. We right. Have- Nick Acosta. Yeah, after more image pans and long exposures of stuff. And yeah. yeah, so Nika's there to join Prince on stage for Push and Pull, mm-hmm. which is from her 2001 album, Everybody Got There Something, which you should definitely listen to Nika Acosta's albums. If you have not, they're all great. Yeah. From start to finish. Yeah. The stage is real kind of blue and subdued and very like relaxed. And Mm -hmm. she has a very Joni Mitchell look and kind of a Joni Mitchell sound. Yeah. When we were talking about it, you said Joni Mitchell and I said a little Janis Joplin too, Uh with her kind of seventies dress. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It works really great. And Prince definitely plays second fiddle. Yeah, well, and oh. it's interesting. He's playing guitar, and they yeah. share a microphone. Yeah. And it's very intimate, but not, but in a very friendly way. Yeah, they are performing together, and that's it. Right. right. I mean, but it was friendlier than that, but not like a sexual sort of share the microphone thing. It's an interesting, delicate balance, and very nice to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is um, kind of another example during this time period of Prince identifying new talent mm-hmm. like he did on It Ain't Over with Music Soul Child, who had just had an album come out. Here's Nika Costa, had just had an album come out, and mm-hmm. Prince is recognizing talent where he sees it, mm-hmm. for sure. I like the fact that, yes, Prince sang along, they shared a mic, but Prince is basically duetting with his guitar more than his voice even. You yeah. Know, he's playing to compliment what she's singing. Um, and like you said, it starts very subdued, and this, that's how the song, the album version of the song starts too. It's very soft and very subtle and builds to this crescendo throughout the entire song, and that happens on stage here too. Mm-hmm. Um, very good she has some really good yells at the end she does it's great it's super fun and uh they call for the house lights i'm trying to get a dance contest going (laughs) yes just fun yes at the beginning of the next song yeah one plus one plus one is three yes after a collection of more still images painting across the screen uh not only i'm trying to get a dance contest going but this was something that he said a lot of during this time i need some people that need the exercise and he was (laughs) joking around right but prince liked big people yeah only he just didn't discriminate against them and i think that you know, yeah, and this wasn't being in a mean way. It was no, kind of fun. Not at all. But fun. I think it was just kind of a way of saying it's okay to not be a stick figure, to be this like slim, tiny person. Sure. He's got fans of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages. Yep. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone on stage makes Prince look tiny. 
True. Uh, there's no denying that. The one thing I noticed is this song kind of starts, and it does this on the album version too. It kind of starts with the subtle beat and comes in, and Prince says, "Come on, John." And he starts that downbeat that starts the song. And there's a close-up of a Prince's face. And you can see very clearly there, you can see throughout the other songs we've covered so far, he is really wired up with ears and tubes in mm-hmm. a way that I don't recall seeing in other concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got in-ear help of some kind throughout the show, which yeah. I thought was interesting. And there was no effort to hide it. It's like way out behind his the back of his head and in his uh-huh. ears and down the back of his suit. Yeah. So I just found that kind of interesting. <laughs> and then his guitar is not at a volume that is satisfactory to Prince. He calls out Scotty, right? Scotty, turn my guitar up so loud that the people upstairs try to get down here. <laughs> That was fun. And a call, a call out to Scotty Baldwin. Mm-hmm. He does something sort of unusual. Oh, tell me. Anybody got a cell phone? Call your next of kin. It's about to get funky. Call someone. I don't mind. Yeah, hold it up to the speakers. Uh, I don't mind. Yeah, that's very not Prince. Very but. not Prince. On a one. Anybody got a cell phone? Pull your cell phone out, call your next of kin. We about to get funky. Two, three, come on. Theory, I remember going to the musicology shows and different security people talking with one another about what to look for for cell phone video and pictures so that they could enforce those things being deleted later yep yeah we were down on the floor during uh-huh. a show in san antonio and like the third or fourth row uh-huh. and had a lot of you could overhear a lot of what was going on right well yeah. and of course we had we were in there fairly early and yep that's true yeah um that, i just thought that was another example of prince truly having a fun time you know agreed I love how he just points at the band to get a solo between himself and Maceo Parker at one point. There's Uh just guitar and Maceo playing. And he never says, on the one, he just points. And the band members know what to do. Yeah, because everybody's watching. Let them know. Say, Maceo, can you blow your horn? Maceo. Yeah, everyone is paying attention and knowing that, yeah, you better be paying attention. Mm -hmm. And we do get an on the one. And he says, people, have you ever heard something so funky? So funky, I can't even sleep with myself. <laughs> Which I thought was a lot of fun, too. Only one. People, have you ever heard something so funky? So funky, I can't even sleep with myself. Two, three, come on. Um, he also plugs the live album in the middle of the song. Yeah. You like this funk? Go to your record store and pick it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. Yeah. You like this funk? Go to your nearest record store, pick it up, one night alone, live. Good God. We talk a lot about this era, Renato's contribution of these distorted keyboard solos, and he gets one here where Prince says, I know you got something funky for me, and he has this weird distorted keyboard solo that mm-hmm. we've talked about so, so much. Say, Renato, I know you got something funky for me. Yep, 
Greg picks some dancers. Yeah, Greg does. And mm-hmm. uh, Prince asks Maceo to do the same, calls him Mr. Man. Mm-hmm. Where my dances he is, yep. he and says. Pull him up, women mostly. Yep. Uh, there is one lady in particular that can get down. Oh, <laughs> it's very fun. Yeah. Then we get a little bit of Love Roller Coaster. I love this. The Ohio players from their album Honey from 1975. Yes. It's where that comes from. Though it's Love Roller Coaster, and I always think of it as (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Uh, Also covered by uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. It was used in Beavis and Butthead in America, I think. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right, because I remember the... I think that was part of the video for that song for them. Yes, it was. Clips from Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) So great. Uh, I love when Prince says, oh, we're going there, huh? Come on, band. And they get into Love Roller Coaster. It's great. And that was one of the songs that... Or the snippets of a medley that was left off of the live album, too. Right. So it's great to have it here in some form. And we also get a little taste... Of Housequake? Yes. From Sign of the Times. Yep. B-side to You Got the Look. Right. Should have been an A-side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he finishes and he just says, that's good. On the one. <laughs> and he quickly leaves. Stage yeah. right. Uh-huh. He's gone. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's it. Then we get more stills. Yeah, black and white images this time from backstage. I don't know why they bother me, but they, I, I don't know. Well, it's just a little strange. It, to me, it just looked like we're patching. We don't have enough B-roll to make this a full experience, so we're going to fill some holes with photography that we've gotten. So, but then again, I'm like, oh, if, they're, if they hadn't been there, I've been like, I might have said... That'd be nice if they had some still pictures. (laughs) What a hypocrite, Josh. (laughs) But they could have, maybe in in addition to bonus track, MPGMC ad, photography. We Uh could have had that in the menu and had the best of both worlds. Yeah, that would have been all right. Then we get strolling and you want me. Yeah, yeah. It kind of takes a turn to the jazzy side of life mm-hmm. with Prince. And Strollin' is another song from Diamonds and Pearls. Yes, it's the B-side to Sexy Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an even jazzier version than the studio version, mm-hmm. album version from Diamonds and Pearls. His guitar was really interesting, too. It was kind of like a electric acoustic hybrid. Yes. It had a really interesting sound mm-hmm. and a neat look. I don't know. It was, it was really fun to see. Not yeah. one of his usual True. guitars. It was a rarely used guitar. It is photographed in the guitar oh. book that we have from okay. Paisley Park. So maybe we can take a picture of that picture and share it with some information about mm-hmm. the instrument itself. Very cool. I love his little ad lib and stroll on where, you know, he says, I'll give him the keys to my car. And then he ad libs, little raggedy one. You give him your keys, I'll give him my car. The raggedy one. So again, just an example of Prince having fun. Mm-hmm. And Prince loses his guitar and we get yeah. You Want Me, which is unreleased but played at the xenophobia celebration right in paisley park 2002 on your birthday 
Aw. Mm-hmm. I, there must have been some plans for the song on an album, um, or Prince just liked it a bunch because he performed it often during this tour, but then never again. Mm. It was like 2002, 2003, if you wanted to hear You Want Me, you better get to a show, because mm. then it went into retirement. And yeah. Yeah, it was only ever performed live. Yeah. It bears a uh, strong resemblance to... The 1935 jazz song Lullaby of Broadway. Let's call it a day. Come along and listen to the lullaby of Broadway. The hidey high and I read that and then I went back to listen to, there's all kinds of versions of that song. Uh huh. Um, one by Tony Bennett and uh, others that are available on streaming services. Did you not hear it? Uh, I mean, I guess it's similar in that it's kind of a jazzy swing kind of song, but not really. Huh. Did you? I thought it sounded similar, but... I, I don't was, remember what I went and listened to. Something on YouTube. <laughs> okay. I'll have to go back and uh, go through Apple Music and look for the song. There's all kinds of studio versions. There's it was performed on stage. It was performed in film in the 30s. Like there was one year that it was perfor- that 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 song "Lullaby" on Broadway. Is of that what it Broadway. Was? L- "Lullaby of Broadway" was performed in three different films in <laughs> one year in the 30s and won an Academy Award for Best Original Song huh. for one of them. Okay. Um, so I kept going back. I'm listening for the do, 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 And I never, hmm. I never made the connection. So I don't know. It's on Prince Vault. So maybe it's true. Okay. We both were like, what is Rhonda playing? <laughs> yeah. It's a super like, cool upright acoustic bass that uh-huh. she's playing. Yeah. It's like real skinny, which yes. you don't normally associate with a upright bass they're right. normally a large wide instrument but it's yeah. skinny and super tall and yes really cool yes oh and back i have it in my notes the lullaby of broadway appeared in three different movies in 1935 won the academy award for best original song for its appearance in g-men in which it was sung by james cagney okay but i listened to it and you got me maybe the hmm. same same style song same i don't know i don't know it's assumed that a studio version exists. No one has heard it. Be nice to you. It would be nice to you. A guy somebody's, can wish. Somebody's heard it. Yeah. Some lucky soul. Yep. And then, you know, we get a little bit more strolling. Yeah, at the very end, come back to strolling. So it's definitely a complete mashup between those two songs. They work really well together. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm on board. Then we have another oldie Even. from Dirty Mind. Got a broken heart again. Yeah, even oldier. Oldier. Right. <laughs> oldier. There's yeah. this fancy slow motion of the keys reflected in Renato's glasses. Uh-huh. That's yeah. part of this, which is yeah. kind of cool and kind of weird. Yeah. I thought all that there are portions of this that have slow motion video in it, and they suffer again from not being shot at a frame rate where slow motion really works. It's like they just did, made it slow-mo from the video they captured. They didn't film it oh, with quicker, the idea right. yeah. that it was going to be slow-mo. Exactly. Yeah. So you get this stuttery 
very un it doesn't age very well i guess is the best way to say it it looks a little amateur yeah yeah uh got a broken heart again so this was obviously like a very quiet one of the uh well probably the most quiet ballad on Mm -hmm. dirty mind and it's pushed even further here not in a way that pop life was to me but like even more subdued into this kind of loungy uh-huh. Jazzy. It was very quiet song. to start. Yeah. And Prince makes this show of cleaning his mic stand, which yes. is kind of funny and yeah. silly. With his and... handkerchief. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he had like a great falsetto. This is all sung falsetto, very quietly. Mm-hmm. Very it's superb. I also suddenly realized, hey, his collar is open. When did that happen? I don't know. During one of those uh, still photo transitions, I guess. <laughs> or during the slow-mo. Oh, that's true. He had, time. he had yeah, time. He had plenty because... of time because they were... Uh-huh. Renato was playing really slow. That's right. He yeah. had like six frames per second to yeah. unbutton his top <laughs> collar. <laughs> There are stills at the beginning of Maceo's sax solo, too. It almost made me feel... And he's... It was like they didn't have footage of him playing during this. There's this very... The one, it's pretty terrible. The slow motion of Maceo in the crowd, yeah. where he's playing a saxophone, but it's clearly not when he was playing what we're hearing. Right. You know what happened? The guy who was supposed to be filming Maceo ran out of tape because oh, no. you know it was tape. Oh no. And didn't realize till after it was over. Maybe so. Yeah. So they fill that void with still images again and footage great. of Maceo somewhere else. However, I think Prince's screaming falsetto far off the mic mm-hmm. makes up for it. And I wondered if you noticed that or maybe I muttered it. So you probably have heard me say this already, which spoils the fun of a podcast (laughs) (laughs) that he had a very gold experience. Look about him Uh in this uh, shot, his hair, the way that it was shot kind of reminded me of uh, gold experience videos. Very cool. Uh, This is like the first place too. I know we're going to touch on this elsewhere, but this is the first place where I was like, what is going on with the volume on this DVD? It was way too low in parts. I know there's like quiet moments and it's supposed to be a breath between party songs, but there are places where it becomes kind of problematic. Yeah. There could have been a little mastering done. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Strange Relationship. Can't wait. Normally, we would have a break here promoting another podcast, but in light of the unrest in the U.S. and much of the world, we're going to forego that this week. Instead, I'd like to encourage you to watch Just Mercy, a powerful true story of justice that needed public support in order to become a reality. This 2019 movie is currently streaming free on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Prime Video, and YouTube because of its salience to current events. There is a video by Prince of the song Baltimore that was released by his estate that dealt with a very similar situation and that is also well worth a watch. To our listeners, our friends who are people of color, we cannot fully understand, but we can empathize. We are committed to pushing back against racism and injustice anywhere we see it. 
to our white friends. We ask that you listen to the experience of people of color and go to the places they are already speaking. Their job at this time is not to educate you. Thank you for listening. And remember to be safe, be kind, and wash your hands. All right. Thanks for sticking with us through that quick break. Now we have Welcome to NPG Radio. Welcome to NPG Radio. Oh, yeah. Where they play us Strange Relationship. Everybody on your feet. That's right. He loved to play the song as if he was, you know, bringing the old school jams back to the radio. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Prince is on keyboards in this song, which is fun to see. Yeah, right in front of Sheila E. and Eric Leeds. Yes. It's pretty cool. Did you see the back of Eric Leeds' music stand? No. It had stenciled on it in white paint like a high school student's <laughs> music stand. Uh-huh. PPS which I assume stands for Paisley, Paisley Park, Park Studios. That's cool. So I thought that was cool. There's a little hidden gem in there for mm-hmm. you. Fun. Yeah. I love how he sings, I'll take all the blame, baby, I'm sorry, I'll growly and I'll take all the blame. You know, <laughs> we get some of that in uh-huh. there. And he's having a good time. I don't think I've ever heard a version of Strange Relationship played live or in a rehearsal setting that I didn't enjoy. Yeah. Uh, You you almost can't screw it up. Yeah. Well, Prince couldn't. I probably could. Oh, I just did. (laughs) (laughs) He does this like stilted clapping with. Uh, some shouts and mm-hmm. it just it feels so organic and spontaneous it's mm-hmm. super fun to see he also calls out you know one word y'all jam while Veranda gets a bass solo uh-huh. and I went back to my notes to say this is probably the loudest part of the whole show is when uh, Rhonda's playing bass uh-huh. like a little bass solo that you can hear and one word y'all say jam Princess, hold on, Rhonda, too much. Yeah, yeah, he did that a lot. Like, so you're killing me with that bass. You're <laughs> killing me. <laughs> Come on, say hold on, Rhonda, too much. Only one. Uh, unfortunately, it's kind of a cheesy ending to that song. I think oh. you know, where he says "on the one" and there's the word "one" on a white type on a black background. Yeah. That's just kind of goofy. Could have done without that. But then we get a cover of the JB's 1972 song, Pass the Peas, from their album Food for Thought. And Maceo Parker was an original member of the JB's and played sax on the original studio version of this song. Yep. Uh, he played with James Brown for a number of years, so mm-hmm. that's where all that comes from. And man, Prince is seriously worried for our well being. Unfortunately, it's all through a goofy black and white record frame, and it's too quiet, you know, with him going, standing in for me right now, Mr. Maceo Buck. (laughs) (laughs) He's like Las Vegas, y'all in so much trouble. (laughs) (laughs) It was very, very fun. I think this one was criminally left off the live album. Should have been there. I'm glad it found a home here. It did find a home here. Um, It's instrumental. Prince is playing his blue cloud guitar, which is fun to see, Mm -hmm. too. Well, other than the few lyrics, which are, Pass the peace, 
Pass the piece. Pass the piece. What they used to say. Yeah, the intro of it has yeah. the lyrics, but you know, the entire song is basically I mean it's a super rep repetitive uh-huh. song, but it's so mm-hmm. fun and everybody gets a chance. Yes, mm-hmm. just this rising melody. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody gets a solo. Um Including Prince, who says, let me get some Maceo, and Prince has a guitar solo, and we barely see him somehow, uh, which is just Seems like an oversight. Yeah, keep your camera on Prince. Uh-huh. At least one. One camera. You got like four of them up there. Yep. One of them should be on Prince all the time. Yeah. There's a little part in it that uh, there's like a sample that goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can see Prince doing the scratching on a little record machine for that little part, which I did not realize he did. Um, And at the end, I thought it was really cute to see Prince give a high five to Maceo. Mm -hmm. They're very happy with themselves, and they should be. Yeah. Sheila's walking the stage with a drumstick and a cymbal on a stick. Right. Just like, it was fun. It's a fun way to pull a a Percussionist, yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Out from behind their kit for a little bit. Yep. I also thought, speaking of drummers, it's interesting to see John Blackwell behind plexiglass. Mm-hmm. You don't normally mm-hmm. see that in a print show, but right. John played the bejesus out of the drums. Uh-huh. And it's a relatively small stage, so I can see why they had to do that. But yeah. that, that's just something you don't see a lot of at right. a print show. Yeah. Then we get A Whole Lot of Love, a cover of... Led Zeppelin song from Led Zeppelin's 1969 record, Led Zeppelin 2. Oh, I read that it was from the song Remains the Same from 1969. Don't have many Led Zeppelin records. No. We'll have to look up. It was from one of those. Maybe it was on both. both. (laughs) The song Remains the Same, maybe a collection of songs, and maybe Led Zeppelin 2 is the album. That would be my guess, but we can check. See which is... Correct. Who yeah. knows? I'm I don't sure know. We'll post that on the it's social media. It's not a media. Led Zeppelin podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we get psychedelic stage lights that are kind of crazy for this. I mean, it fits the era mm-hmm. of the song, right? And Prince is still playing the blue cloud guitar. Yeah. Uh, he also played the song on Indigo Nights. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was something that he had revisited. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this was a favorite. Yeah. Um, you know, Prince does some whispering and gooey guitar stuff going on that could have belonged on Lotus Flower. Mm-hmm. Like he's letting whatever happens on the guitar happen. You know, he lays it on stage while it's making noise and just kind of lets it do its thing. WNPG Colorblind It's About Time WNPG Colorblind It's About Time And yeah. I was like yeah. Oh man, that was before Colorblindness, quote unquote Was co-opted by White supremacy Which is unfortunate It was something that he desired That everybody should be treated equal Yep. We're not there. Sorry, Prince. We are here in 2020, and it's probably worse today than it was when he I would agree. said this. Mm-hmm. Um, he does some great falsetto singing 
imitating mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin with yeah. an echo on his voice. That's that's super cool. Yeah. It just kind of winds down in this weird way. <laughs> I think you kind of looked at me and you're like, because <sighs> <laughs> it, like it just devolves into noise, you know, basically yeah. at the end of the song. We said some of the weird twisty camera moves like we saw in the undertaker and i'm like yeah like eh. the don't shoot your phone video in portrait mode from the 2000s (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then is Uh, he like what is he doing with his guitar is he trying to give it cpr or smack it back to life because then he lays it down and covers it with a Handkerchief. Handkerchief. I think it's like, like it's, dead. it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. If he could have just taken two fingers and closed its eyes, <laughs> he would have done that too. But didn't have any eyes, which is why it was colorblind. <gasps> oh. <laughs> then we have a Rainbow Children song. Yeah, it's our what second one? Mm-hmm. I think so. After the yep. work. Yep. Family name. Mm-hmm. We get a uh, some. Title card. I guess that's what they call it in the biz. That's where, right. <laughs> where they have names: Lynch, Warfield, Blackburn, Brown, Littlefield, Outlaw, and then Rosenblum with yeah. a question mark. Right. Um, and then they. This part has a like a sepia video with kind of an aged effect, and then there's. Uh, Slave documents. Right. Uh, projected behind Projected them. on the screen behind them. Yeah. So I thought the projections, you know, during the show, cool. The taking this footage and making it look like it was shot at Six Flags in the Western booth <laughs> where you get a portrait made did not sit well with me. Uh, no. uh, it was just unnecessary. Right. Um, I just, would have liked just a straight shot of that. It would have been fine. doing what you're doing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to read some of the historical documents and decrees that's behind them on the Mm -hmm. video. I did notice in the one part where he sings, I'll be John Blackwell, just the same. There's a quick shot of John, and he kind of smiles at the Mm call-out. That's really fun to see. He's making like a goofy face for the camera Mm -hmm. when his name is used. There's a part in the studio version of the song that he says, you can call me Clay. Now, can I play? And he Mm -hmm. makes it more clear in the song when he says... I'll be Cassius Clay. Mm-hmm. Cassius Clay. Can I play? That he's referring to Muhammad Ali. Right. Then the video returns to normal, and he has his purple symbol guitar. Yeah, purple symbol guitar, cool. and then uh, there's the red and blue flashing lights for the whole... We found this tape in the Akashic Records uh-huh. bit where he does the distorted Thomas Jefferson voice. My fellow Americans. Yes, I own slaves too. And if there's a just God, we're going to pay for them. Yeah, it's nice to see him actually saying the lyrics with the distortion on his yeah, voice. Yeah, confirmation really, it's him. Like, know for sure which we knew for sure but it's kind of nice to like see it and realize oh yes that really was just yeah an altered voice of prince yep 
And it ends with another title card, uh, free. Uh-huh. And the sample of Martin Luther King. Yes. Yeah. Which gets full credit at the end. Mm-hmm. They were very careful about giving credit that it was property of the Martin Luther King estate. Right. Then we run back to Purple Rain. We do. Take me with you. Yes, take me with you, you to the rescue. Again, family name followed up by something fun. You, you've learned a little something, and now, yeah, now you get to have reward. a little reward. For you that. get a pat on the head, mm-hmm. audience. <laughs> um, Prince has his honer guitar during this one, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, to his credit, he does not look like he's tired of performing the song. He no. has a very good time with it. He probably feels like he kind of has to. Right. And he's got so many different songs in his catalog at this point. But um, it's like you said, it seems like a reward and he's glad to do it. Yeah. And the audience is clearly having fun. We see some shots of the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some weird stills in the yes. middle. Yes. Like one of him in a garden, like might be the Arboretum in I'm sure, Chanhassen. But... And then another one of him in a hotel looking out over a city. But again, I question, what didn't you have video-wise that you had to kind of fill in with these stills? Or maybe it was just a choice that was poor. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) That's also a possibility. Hey, Josh, you got your thank you in this one. Yes, I did. Thank you. I got it with a nod and a smile. Uh-huh. Thank you. Your That's sheer right. perfection. Thank you. Yeah, we mentioned that, I mentioned that I missed it from the version included on One Night Alone Live. That one little ad-lib part from the studio version was not there, but uh, this is a make good for us here. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Then we have The Everlasting Now, and then there's the weirdest video of a still photo as this starts like instead of just showing the still photo they like pan up a or pan down i've still video and it's horrible yeah there's a few of them there's like a 1999 era image there's a controversy era image that's got one of the headlines changed uh, Mm -hmm. in the background of him there's emancipation era images and a rave era image it's specifically the one that's on the back of the Greatest Romance Ever Sold single where mm-hmm. Prince is holding the rave CD, but in this Ken Burns-style photo pan, the rectangle that he's holding has changed to a message about scripture. Mm-hmm. I mean, this song is plenty fun. We didn't need any of that. You are right. I agree. Yeah. And we've got strobe lights going on on close-ups of Prince that, I I mean, there should be a seizure warning on the front (laughs) of the DVD. Fair. Um, Maybe works in concert, but, you know, when you're close-up on somebody's face and there's these strobe lights going on, it is a little much to take in. Mm Mm-hmm. Though there are some really good funky faces going on during the Santana-like guitar solo. Yes. I agree. The very good guitar face. And, you know, we're getting close to the end because everybody gets a call out. Yeah. Sheila E., Renato, Eric Leeds, Maceo Parker. Yes. Uh, we are the new power generation. Yep. Which he's... Readopted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are the new power generation. Um, then he asked, that going to hold y'all? And uh, he smiled 
and I think I mentioned this too, that his smiling reminded me a lot of what we saw from the concert we went to a year and a half ago. We saw Bernhoff live oh, in Austin in a little yeah. dive bar and we're right next to him the entire time and the way that he smiled and seemed to be enjoying his music and was almost oblivious to the crowd being there. Yeah. Um, he was just enjoying the moment and there was some of that from Prince during this song that yeah. I thought was nice to see. And again, her out front with a cymbal playing it with Prince right. and uh, Sheila Chili, and Prince yeah. are dancing together after he yells, tear it up and they're dancing together and it's nice to see. Mm-hmm. I have a document of, yeah. Before we get out of here, Las Vegas, jump up and down. There was a lot of jumping up and down. That was the extent of Prince's dancing outside of Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> he was jumping. Before we get out of here, Las Vegas, one more time. Jump up and down. Thank, he thanks them. Y'all been too funky. Oh, we want to thank you. And then he sa- he leaves with a "Don't hate me because I'm fabulous." Yes, a very pretty man kind mm-hmm. of moment. Yeah, but he did. He says fabulous. And fabulous. Stuff. Thank you so much, Las Vegas. Don't hate me because I'm fabulous. Yeah, not beautiful, but not beautiful, fabulous. But fabulous. And he tosses his guitar, and he walks off stage. Right, the end. So the we end. think. It- Mostly, really, that's the end because then we get credits, right? And you know, it says the NPG is, and it's got credits with special guests and mm-hmm. all the band members and the production people and yeah, all that. Everyone, and just up in the like top third, yeah, but small, only in the center of the screen. We get sometimes it snows in April. Yep. With Prince on the keyboards in a completely different outfit. Yeah, very casual. He's not in his suit anymore. No, it's a like a wide, white, wide, white collared. Yeah, maybe white. it's the same undershirt. No, no, because it didn't have a collar. Okay. It was not a collared shirt. It had mm. a wide neck and it was white and okay. kind of flowy. It was the beginning of a, the pajama phase. That's right. That's yes. right. Yeah. So he sings it beautifully, he's singing it keyboards solo with, but you have this distraction of these credits running um, that take up most of your screen. That's already letterboxed, yeah, and then like six forty by four eighty DVD resolution, which leaves a little bit to be desired. And there's the kind of blown out parts that you mentioned too happening there. So the video of it is certainly wanting, but the performance is very sweet and yes. very true. And somewhat similar to the album version, except mm-hmm. it's on keyboards instead of acoustic guitars. Mm-hmm. Then we have the bonus video. Ooh, what is it? What is it? The ride. Oh, yeah. From the middle of the yes. concert. Lifted from the middle of what we edited out for your viewing pleasure. Uh, now, why this was pulled out and made a bonus track and not just slid into the performance, I have no Idea. Well, I have theory, and I think it's because the microphone vocals were no really, really muffled. Almost like his microphone was not turned up enough or was not hardly on at all, and he was being picked up from somewhere else because yeah. it's so... 
it quiet. It is terrible. It's a really not good. Yeah, it's very and frustrating. And it's a shame because it's a great performance. It's super fun. It is. I want to give credit, too, to this part in particular as far as camera work and the lack of tricks and fast cuts were great as Prince plays the opening guitar solo. We get like a constant look at what he's doing and no like stop motion fades or mm-hmm. slow motion stuff. It's just video of the performance that that works well. And then you realize the sound is terrible and gets so low in points that it's impossible to hear yeah. what he's singing. Yeah. But we do see something that we don't often see, which is at the stage at the front, right in front of Prince is like a music stand or something with music or a track listing or notes mm. of some kind in front of Prince, which you don't often really see. Yeah. I'm sure he must have had them there, but they're, I don't know if it was lyrics or just like an order of, so I mean, he played zillion songs. Yeah. Yeah. Could be what order are we going in? So he set list. Yeah. He doesn't, you know, start playing the wrong thing, get mad at the band. That's right. (laughs) Yep. Uh, so if, if you haven't heard the ride, I believe we covered it during our giant 1994, 1995, Mm -hmm. um, era coverage it's a blues song and here we get some ad-libbing ad-libbing on the lyrics Mm -hmm. did you catch these Mm -mm. Uh, where he says he sings you're gonna be looking for a good time this brother here gonna be trying to read you're gonna be looking for a good time little girl (laughs) this brother here he just gonna be trying to read So he's all about knowledge. Um, And if you like to be alone, I like to watch television. (laughs) (laughs) He always follows it up to make it less dirty. Yeah. Which is is fun. If you like to be alone, I like to watch television. Um, and maybe one of the best guitar solos and footage of them on the entire DVD is in the middle of the song right before that line I just mentioned, I mm-hmm. think, just because it's simply shot. Um, again, no tricks or trying to mm-hmm. fill in B-roll or photography, that kind of thing. on places were so tight on Prince's face and yet his vocals are so quiet that they're basically inaudible. Right. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it was a little frustrating. Yeah. And then we have the NPG Music Club ad. Yes. So, I mean, to his credit, at least he wrote a jingle for his own club, which is kind of fun. He sure did. Join now. Yeah. NPG. 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 And it's fun. Yeah. And it shows you kind of the virtual spaces that were a part of that website. Right, which was uh, Sam Sam Jennings kind of recounted it recently that Prince wanted something like Mist or this interactive Uh 3D thing that you could walk through and explore. And as most of Prince's websites, it launched and looked great. And people were, I was remembering thinking, wow, I wonder what they'll add or change. And uh-huh. there wasn't much no. <laughs> that ever was added or changed except for like the reflection room and yeah. other small things. But, yeah, because Prince moved on to the next thing. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's all the music and in this case, video that we're going to cover for this episode. Oh, man. <laughs> so we have some choices to make. I we don't have know. They're rules. They're rules. Choices or My rules? My rules. Yeah. Well, we make choices following the rules. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we choose a time capsule, something that exemplifies the time at which the material was recorded or when it was released. And, mm-hmm. of course, that release could be 2003, could be 2020. Yep. The C, the S-E-A, the low point, the thing that we like the least. Right. And the mountain, our favorite part of the material that we've covered that episode. These are my rules. So I go first. Okay. The time capsule, the stills and the crummy quality from the, particularly the long shots. It's twofold because really what my time capsule is that I think it speaks to a lack of technology and ability to be able to do these things relatively easily Mm -hmm. they were things that could have been done very well if they had been done by a professional studio even if they'd taken the footage and taken it to a professional studio but it was it's the kind of thing that you could do pretty well and easily at home now and that was just kind of the lack of technology to be able to do that really well is my time capsule. You're right. It was kind of like the tweens of video technology. Right. Um, you know, if it, this has been shot in, like I look at the 1987 Sign of the Times concert film, it is gorgeous and beautiful to this day on Blu-ray because it was shot on film. Right. Very expensive, yeah. you know, to do. And here, I'm sure the thinking at the time was, well, we can do this and put it together quickly and more inexpensively and more portably. But now it just looks like it was done exactly that way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I don't disagree with you. What's yours? Uh, my time capsule is the performance of You Want Me um, because Ooh. Prince only played this live during the One Night Alone era and never released a studio version. Um, and so if you're interested in hearing a performance of the song in any way, shape, or form, basically it's got to be during this era. So if I hear You Want Me, I immediately think of this tour. Very cool. All right, the C, the low point. Well, it's got to be the lost vocals on the ride because he's clearly having fun. He clearly liked this performance enough, even with the audio issues, to make it a bonus track. And it just is such a shame that we lost that part. Yeah, it is frustrating. What's even more frustrating than watching it is I took the DVD... And made audio tracks of it so I can listen to it elsewhere when I'm not sitting in front of a screen somewhere. And if you l- just listen to it only, it becomes like it almost disappears in, in, in spots. Yeah. It's like there's just complete silence. So yeah, right. I would say the audio mastering on the DVD could use some serious help. What's I agree saying? with you. Again, I concur. <laughs> Like I get two C's. <laughs> I get yours that I can agree with. And then uh-huh. mine is similar. This was, you know, like the rave into the year 2000 release. This has so many, not as many, but a lot of super quick cuts, mm-hmm. some silly fills like those Ken Burns photo pans and yeah. suffers from not being shot on film. 
I think the editing is maybe a little immature still. It's better than the rave concert for sure. Yeah. Uh, but there are some quick cuts and, you know, things like, like the Maceo Parker solo we were talking about where we see him playing, but it's from a different performance altogether in this crummy slow motion thing. So, um, and then also, yeah, the variation volume throughout the D throughout the entire DVD. Yeah. Suffers definitely highlighted in the ride as you pointed out. Yeah. All right. And then the mountain, the thing that we like the most. Yeah. I would say the work because it's funny Prince with his little dance bits and he was just having so much fun. It was a joy to watch. Totally agree. I was less specific, but I'm in the same ballpark as you. I Uh just wrote down Prince looks happy. Yeah. And that's great. I think he was very happy with this band that he had put together, which he kind of kept around for a while throughout the musicology tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and rightfully so, because they were great. Um, he seems content, even though if we see things differently from a spiritual standpoint than right. uh, where he was, he was sharing positive messages for the most part and seemed really content with that. And I think that's well documented here. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. All right. Awesome. So what are we covering next time, Next Josh? time. Next time we are going to wrap up our coverage of the Rainbow Children One Night Alone era. Okay. Um, we're going to do it in a special edition of Josh's picks from this era of things that uh, we haven't talked about yet and things that were not included on any of these releases also. So some fun insight here. I'm calling it ONA. But it stands for Other Nights Alone. (laughs) We've got Prince appearing on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno multiple times that we're going to take a look at. And then a collection of nine or ten songs from different One Night Alone tour stops and after shows that we're going to listen to, talk about, and bring you snippets of and see what was really missed in the live box set, the after show CD, and this DVD. Um, There were many more opportunities of amazing performances by Prince and this band that just did not make it onto these and it's a shame that they did not so it's important to cover them listen to them and enjoy them so we'll do that next awesome that sounds great thank you so much for listening we know you make a choice when you listen to us we don't just come on the radio so we thank you for that do find us on the social media and share us with a friend because it's way more fun to listen when you can share it with a friend have somebody to talk to it about bounce ideas off of hey that josh had some great ideas boy that christy was really off the mark whatever Uh (laughs) Uh, do rate and review on if you can it really does help people find us we really appreciate that and until next time friends happy purple listening thanks again 